0: international (laughs) (laughs) oh good
1: i'm looking at kai like he's gonna hit the note
0: (laughs) no because like (laughs) i i think i'm like tone deaf after
1: (laughs) that's so bad
0: see i'm just like tone deaf now after like the the plugging in of the headphones like that's gonna i'm gonna have to put a life event on facebook like the day that everything overwhelmed me the
1: day the music died That actually Because you can't hear anymore No
0: like, it was It was the, the day, day you, That Jasmine Ellis And Rachel Hall Said their names Into a sound test For a mic Same thing <laughs> So the last My. The last thing that I heard Wasn't even like Anything magnificent <laughs> Or wonderful It's just your names Oh okay
1: That's nice. Wow Wait hold on I can't hear I um, can't not, hear
0: Not like that Hello You know No it. I
1: can hear I can hear Can you turn me up A little, little bit though
2: Maybe you just going deaf
0: Do you
1: Probably. think If somebody
2: going deaf they like Hey guy can you turn me up
1: <laughs> There's no snare. There's you, no snare in my ear Can you turn me up with my microphone? <laughs> How's that? Yeah. Okay, that's better. Okay, let's get cracking. <laughs>
0: After all that delightful banter About not being able to hear ourselves And being able to hear ourselves too much
1: <laughs> Hey right. guys, welcome back to Extra Salty As always, I'm Jasmine Ellis Joined and with Kai Krabs And today we have a special guest today Someone who's just so important to me She's one of the most serious <laughs> people. I'm fucking lying I'm talking Whoa. about Rachel Hall She's amazing, hilarious, very, very talented comedian And uh, lives here in Austin And we're just going to talk to her about A couple different things Rachel, uh, say hi
2: after that intro what for okay touche
1: <laughs> touche <laughs>
0: you were firing shots before the, gun the name was even is loaded. called
2: it's extra salty so i was just being salty right
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just meant that you're not mm. like you're one of the least serious people like if i try i'm to have a very serious... serious okay excuse me oh, damn I'll... it okay <laughs> never mind the very serious rachel um but no we wanted to we talk want to talk business. about some things that are like serious and and fun today i guess really the way we like to start it With our different guests, we always kind of ask them about moments in their lives that have made them upset and salty and how they move past them. Is there a, if you could say, like, what's one thing you might still be resentful about?
0: Give us that salty gas. I watched the news
2: today. (laughs)
1: Let's get in it.
2: (laughs) Uh, Trump is still the president. True. Yeah. So that was not uh, a happy time for me i came back from baltimore recently and i got off the plane it was still hot
1: <laughs> did you expect us to be in fall when you got back i kind of did like pumpkin spice is available like you think we kind of
2: when i got on the plane right before they took off they said and the weather today in austin right now is 66 degrees and everybody on the plane went huh are you sure we go to Austin?" <laughs>
1: Yeah. Austin, Texas Austin.
2: Yeah, that's everyone like, Wait, I thought we were going to Austin Like several people said that out loud I was like, well, they are right
1: but, <laughs> Was it like 6 o'clock in the morning when you got back? Is that way?
2: No, it was like 6 o'clock in the morning when I left
1: <laughs> What do you think of Baltimore, by the way? Baltimore is, ba-
2: Baltimore mm-hmm. is nice It's a nice little city I want to go back Because I didn't, I mean Of course, the first day I went to sleep after my show because you know you can get tired from flying mm-hmm. and then um i looked around as much as i could but it was raining on the second day and the third day i just went to dc yeah mm-hmm. you
0: were there for a comedy festival right yes what was the? <laughs> I, oh, well, I, I i know that there is a comedy festival in baltimore but i don't know well, i mean it's brand new or anything about it Baltimore
2: Comedy Festival
0: Actually okay. one
1: of our guests yeah. uh, Adam Serois Was also mm-hmm. on the festival He was Yeah
2: They put us on the same shows Right after each other <laughs> and,
1: and you two host uh, the, the open mic at Cenote On Fridays I do Now Yes I took over for Courtney Peterson Who You know RIP She's, She's no, no longer kidding. with us <laughs> No <laughs> longer with us She's actually in Hollywood Doing great Um, I was, Actually I want to ask you Since you guys are running That mic together Um, No
2: I will not Sign you in Ahead of time
1: <laughs> <laughs> You really think I'm ahead <laughs> hey, it's Tuesday. It. Just want to holler at you real quick about Friday. But like towards the middle cuz I might be late, right. but not at the end cuz I don't want to stay the whole time. Right, right. You got me. I got you right after Jimmy Tips. <laughs> i was about to, <laughs> here's the best part for those of you who can't hear the way i looked at her i was literally <laughs> about to ask you what's the wildest thing that's happened at the open mic who's so has there been any situations where an jimmy open mic- tibbs
2: <laughs> jimmy tibbs the answer is always jimmy tibbs i love jimmy tibbs Fuck when he, jimmy tibbs. When he comes in i light up i'm like yes it's time. I love Jimmy Tibbs because he always comes with a poorly written intro that he <laughs> demands that the host read for him, <laughs> and it's usually always something about the family goat eating the family Bible. <laughs> what? I don't no, know. Seriously. I have no idea. I started keeping the notes. Do what you if, have one?
0: No. No, I don't have one. You should told me. I would brought one. What about the the thing that you posted on Facebook about the, the you? you said it was like a crazy guy. That oh yeah, a
2: homeless man uh, came one day. I was getting something to eat, so I was inside. I don't remember him walking up, but I just—I do remember the part where Adam said, he asked me if he's allowed to, if he goes, excuse me. He said, um, can I be racist? <laughs> Stop.
0: Strong initial indicator of success.
2: Just, and of course, I mean. Adam told me, and I think he was asking almost, like, do you want to come? And I was like, yes, I do want to hear everything he has to say. <laughs> he really wasn't that bad. He was just old. It was like somebody, a uh, drunk uncle who decided, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check this off my bucket list. Oh, homelessness yeah. and
1: telling jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he did the order wrong. Like, it's usually the jokes that lead to homelessness. Like, right. I, yeah.
2: But I, he also opened by me being like what all homeless people open with, which was, I was a Vietnam vet in the oh, army.
1: Oh, <laughs> All right. That's sad. Thank you for your
2: service. Now get off the mic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, in, that's pretty intense. Um, So you've been in Austin almost over a year now, and you made the decision to move from Dallas. Kind of like, tell us about what made you want to change scenes, like as an actor and a comedian. Because absolutely
2: nothing will happen for you in the city of Dallas, Texas. Duh. That you know, is an endorsement from Dallas, Texas.
1: You know, most people give us the kind of answers that lead to whole conversations and you're just like, "No, i president." Okay. Listen.
2: <laughs> I moved to Austin, all mm-hmm. right? I've been do- I've been acting for a minute and I started telling jokes in Dallas and I'm I know what goals I want out of life and I'm being smart and I'm being realistic. Hey, mm-hmm. not everyone's ready to move to LA right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why a lot of people move to LA and now they on drugs.
1: Yeah, that's also why the or three homeless, are here. yeah. Absolutely.
2: Or back at home In Dallas <coughs> Wondering why they still had to open mic and not Hyenas Anyway yeah. So That's one I, I knew Like I also had I had never like moved from home So to me It would Seem like a dumb idea To just make the first move The biggest one Possible Yeah So I moved to Austin And it's a lot better There's I, I think Dallas Maybe had one mic a night yeah. And by one mic a night, I mean, Monday through Friday and they, it also went off Monday through Wednesday, Monday through Wednesday. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> oh, Thursday. Th- Monday
1: through yeah. Thursday.
2: And then every, then each mic was like spread the distance of like 30 minutes. So that was annoying. Uh, and this, the scene's really not that big Improv's trying to make a, a life in, in Dallas, but yeah, it's still new. Uh, and then acting, if I had an audition, I had to drive all the way down here anyway and then turn right back around and go to Dallas. That's the worst six-hour drive ever. <coughs> <coughs> Shit. So I just
0: moved. Shit here in Austin Like we've got Fucking open mics And like emergency room Waiting rooms (laughs) Seriously People are like Okay it's three minutes The light is at two But if you are on the list For emergency care treatment We will give you five And put you up front (laughs) The cutoffs at 40 comics Like uh.
1: (laughs) None of that's wrong None The good thing about it Is like You get so much stage time And so many opportunities To grow But the bad time is like I can genuinely enjoy a joke But if I've memorized The blinks you do Between punchlines I'm in the back of the room not laughing and now i'm like i feel shitty because i'm not laughing, I'm at laughing my friends but like if you if you heard a joke there's a certain point where you've heard it so much you can't muster up the laugh you know what i mean if you like been on the same oh, yeah. with somebody over and over yeah which is just like oh wow, well, that's definitely a side effect of an awesome comedy scene. there's a lot of well i think that's a side
2: effect of being a comic at a certain point you just gonna stop laughing at other people's jokes yeah it's true <laughs> unless like they i mean i don't know there's a certain point you're just gonna stop like you're gonna start trying to figure out what the joke is before they finish saying it
1: yeah
0: i haven't laughed since last september
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's been a dark time i like your old war vet voice
0: i was only like half leaning into it (laughs)
1: if i do the old man voice i can get
0: real far into it that's (laughs) and it and then scary was
2: that,
1: that with the homeless man sounded like at the mic you should do that voice during sex yeah. oh god oh god just right yeah. There, yeah. That's, yeah. The that's the spot that's the
0: spot I want this to
1: ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. like, this week on I Love Lucy like you just can't dust. <laughs> like I'm so upset okay um <clears throat> So Rachel, I want to ask you. <laughs> yes,
2: Jasmine. Yeah,
1: I want to ask you a little bit more about the because you you're really going for it as an actress. There's, I mean, I, mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like you you've taken classes, you've invested in yourself, you've gone to a lot of auditions, and like and you've yeah, too many too. What do you, tell me about what that's like? Like really being into it. I'm just barely touching the surface. I'm like kind of represented by somebody who like never sends me anywhere. But like, what's it like? <laughs> what's it like for you like what's the process like oh did you sip <laughs> that tea
0: like, um <laughs> no
1: i for you
2: know, keep in mind i feel like a if you're gonna be a stand-up comic and you want to be a stand-up comic like a like a famous one if mm-hmm. your goal is fame at the end of it you are a liar if you think you don't need to take yourself to an acting class you are a liar because <laughs> that's what it all leads to in the in, at the end anyway you're gonna have to do it You have to get over yourself You're going to have to do it Period point blank Or you're gonna be like Lonnie Love On The Real this is One or two things You got a host Like The Real Or you got an actor Whatever mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Whatever But you have to do it either way <coughs> uh, But since I'm not in uh, I'm not in LA I'm not in New York I'm not in Atlanta Which is where 98% of things are filmed anyway mm-hmm. um, It's different market here So I don't I know it seems like I go out on auditions all the time, but I really don't go out on auditions all the time.
1: Yeah,
2: I did have one last week, but I didn't go because um, <laughs> I wasn't driving back to Dallas for that.
1: Was it just like you knew it wasn't? What how, what helps you make that decision? Like when you go, okay, that's not worth my time.
2: I just I was going to Baltimore the next day. I was not about to drive to Dallas, three hours of Dallas. For and 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 the thing is, uh, if if you normally if you have an audition in Dallas, it's going to be a modeling gig. It's not going to be. Any sort of actual acting, yeah. It's most, be a model
1: gig. most of what's filmed in Dallas is what's called industrial, so it's like commercials yeah. for like literally like like I'm in a training video at HP. I have no lines in it. My character's name is Rose uh, because that's what the name of my computer was. So like they're yeah, you get a lot out. of Frito
2: Lay commercials because um, Frito Lay's up there. You get a lot of Taco Bueno commercials. That's up there. You get a lot of JCPenney. Does that store even exist anymore? JCPenney's? It does. So JCPenney's because that's up there.
1: I got trapped in an elevator. F- in Jesse their headquarters, Pennington. yes. Oh ah, yeah, you told me what that I was. <laughs> that was the day that I showed up. Like that's when I learned to start wearing waterproof mascara to auditions because I cry when I panic. Oh. So when I got out of the elevator and there was like mascara tears running down my face, and I was like, "I'm I'm late for my audition, but I'm here." And they were like, "Yeah, go ahead and just read from the script." And I was like. Hi, welcome. Like, imagine that with, like, scary, psychotic black tears coming <laughs> down my face. Still didn't know why I didn't get it. Like, I thought, <laughs>
2: thought No, I but yeah, it. it's a different, it's a different mark. So, I don't, it's, it seems like I go out a lot, but I don't. But most of the time, the auditions are here in Austin, which is easy. Um, and they're super quick, and they're in and out, and they're always probably going to be some sort of commercial. For me, I get sent on pretty much anything that has anything to do with comedy. Mm-hmm. That's... Pretty much every single audition I go to But statistically like You're only going to get one out of every ten When you're starting out And then the number will get smaller I think right now I'm at like one out of every seven So the Dallas audition was number six But I didn't go So technically the next audition I should get
1: Yeah, I like that system
0: are are all of these roles like found by your agent or is it like a mix of things that your agent and you find um at this point i
2: let all my agent do all the work now when i there was a minute where i didn't have an agent so i would find <laughs> stuff on my own on actors access on casting uh was it casting networks uh backstage I don't have my professor's login anymore uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh there was there's another there's a couple other ones but you can also go on to those yourself and depending on which mm-hmm. one you're on you can submit for things on your own for you know a dollar two dollars three dollars depending on why does what it cost it money to submit why does it cost money to because I mean you're just using a service
1: uh, I've gotten real salty about that three dollars like do I really want this?
2: but here's the thing. <laughs> just because it's weird because when you're looking at uh, notices yourself mm-hmm. you're looking at stuff that you believe that you could play and you gotta keep in mind that casting directors really don't care about your resume like that unless you are some sort of superstar already because all they're doing is trying to fill a hole that they have right now so you can submit for something to something LA but chances are they're not gonna hire you because there's someone in LA that can get there faster Mm-hmm. So it's like here, they don't film a lot of stuff here. So it's going to be a smaller picking, but they film most stuff in Atlanta. So So if you were in Atlanta, you would go out more.
1: Yeah. So tell me, have you ever, I think I remember actually you telling me this personally. And if you want to share this story, it might be kind of funny. Um, Like if you had an audition where they've asked you to say or do something where you're like, what are y'all thinking? What does this have to do with anything? I did a commercial for Shiner, one before last. I'm probably not supposed to say that um, <laughs> She did a commercial for an unnamed beer company
2: I didn't get it so I don't really care But I, I knew I wasn't going to get it So here's why I knew I wasn't going to get it They told me to sit down like, I hate it when they give you lines at auditions And then you get there and they're like Fuck the lines <laughs> We're going to do it this way And I'm like <laughs> alright So I get in there And it just so happens that it's three black people So it's me and two black dudes One of them is uh, also on my agency think the other one is too but i never met him before mm-hmm. so anyway we get in there and so it's a shiner commercial and the point of like the idea behind the commercial is the shiner founders or something like that back in the 70s and they were uh something that happened apparently this is real something happened to the, the actual shipping truck and so they they got a hearse to deliver all the beer mm-hmm. and then they got pulled over at some point or something like that and then i start reading the 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 background because it didn't involve me anymore <laughs> so but we get in the audition and then the really happy peppy uh, white girl is like alright you guys this is what we're gonna do okay like you're gonna sit down and then you're just gonna act like the cops came to up to your car
0: <laughs> oh <laughs>
2: and my first thought was like, bitch, you sure? (laughs) That's what you want us to do. She's like, yeah, it's like real simple. Like, you're like, no lines, just kind of sit down like you're in the car. And then like, just imagine like the cops pull up and they're searching your car. (laughs) So I I was just kind of like, um, okay. And she's like, so who wants to go first? Nobody moves. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was like, you want to do this? Y'all want to do this? And I was like, ah, I'm ready to go. So (laughs) I was like, I'll go. And all I did was like, check the rear view. I just looked like I was checking the rear view mirror. But the whole time I was thinking like, this is dumb. (laughs) I'd be dead by now. (laughs) What do you mean? The cops are checking
1: my car. (laughs) I mean, why am I driving a hearse? Like, that's one of those are <laughs> Did they expect you to, like, talk back to the cop, like, in this fictional universe? I mean,
2: white people talk about to cops all the time. They get out the car. They have conversations. Yeah. They start playing cards on the hood and shit. Like, they have a good time. <laughs> Dude. I don't talk to cops.
1: <laughs> you're not going to believe this, but one time in Plano, I don't know how, I don't know what I was on that day, but I white-girled my way out of a ticket, like, like hard. Oh, I've done that. No, like the cop pulled me over and because I didn't use my turn signal and I literally was like, hi officer, is everything okay? And they just like started up real excited and he was like, yeah, you didn't use your turn signal. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't use my turn signal. I that's I'm so sorry I usually do I can't believe I didn't do I really appreciate you for stopping me because that's really dangerous thank you so much and then I just rolled my window up and drove off like I didn't like I didn't get I realized like as I was moving I was like oh "Oh, shit I just like 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 I'm surprised it wasn't a low speed chase you
2: probably shocked your way out of it he was probably like (laughs) did this bitch just (laughs) leave and then you were like did I I just just fucking leave (laughs) that's not what know. happened
1: I didn't know what to do I was like should I start reverse I don't know I'm driving I'm moving I'm just going I
2: familiared my way out of a ticket once familiar yeah I was coming back home at like 10.30 at night and going back to Rolette Texas you come down Raleigh Road you gotta cross that bridge Rolette is a very bourgeois part of Dallas it's not bourgeois it's, it's just bourgeois. nice <laughs> Um <laughs> but I was coming back and there's always a cop right at the end of the bridge but they fix themselves in the trees so you can't see them <laughs> until you get up on them and I knew the cop was there but then I was like nah you Ain't no cop there Cause it was dark You can't see Sure enough there was a cop And I was like Ah shit Cop So I pulled over And then the cop She goes You look familiar And I was like you know, I don't remember nobody. I really don't. I remember no one in life. If you say hey to me in the street and I just say hey back, that's the a 45% chance I know who you are. Yeah.
0: So It's true. She introduced herself to me whenever we were meeting to come get ready for the podcast. <laughs> we see <laughs> each hey, other you're, literally you're, all the time.
2: Uh, but she was like, hey, I recognize you. And I was like, yeah, did you go to Lakeview? That's what high school I went to. She was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I remember you. Bitch, I don't know who the fuck this <laughs> <laughs> But she, I familiar. She was like, "All right, well, I was good seeing you. You go, go, you can go ahead and go home." And I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, thank you.
1: That's fantastic." <laughs> the the
0: the. <laughs> uh, if we're sharing getting out of ticket stories, Please. I have a very fun one, which was uh, a couple years ago in my hometown. I got pulled over by a cop, and it was somebody who had sent me photos of themselves on Grindr.
1: Stop! Passed, but was
0: not out.
1: Oh, Oh, so you had dirt on the cop? Oh,
0: shit. And it was like one of those things where like once the real is because it wasn't like an immediate realization. But once that realization hit, both of us were just like, "Mm -hmm." I feel like like you have have a good. (laughs) uh, uh, good, 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 a good day I
2: feel like that would be a great way to get out of any ticket Cause you know how nowadays like cops be One of them will come to your window And then the other one will slyly walk around to the other side You can't see them and try to surprise you I feel like if you just roll down your window And you were meeting like Hey didn't we match on Tinder <laughs> They'll be like huh no <laughs> we gotta go i'm sorry it was the wrong car (laughs) (laughs) that's how's your wife
1: (laughs) that is solid that's a great idea uh so i think that'd be a smart way to get out of a ticket personally
0: i just thought it was cool that it was like the sex way out of a ticket without actually having to blow the cop (laughs) (laughs) finally a way to get out of blowing
2: a cop Like you've been of- wondering how not to suck a cop's <laughs> dick.
0: Well, I mean that's the thing is like whenever you're not being pulled over, like there's like the whole men in uniform like kind of fantasy that some people prescribe to. But then, like, no. no, not not that uniform specifically. But like there's that's some people true. that firefighters have, do yeah. it for me.
1: I think firefighters are. Fine. I'm
0: not. I'm not. I'm not saying that I have like a, oh I want to fuck a cop thing. But it's like <laughs> there are some people that like would probably get it. But then once you get pulled over, you're like I don't want to believe. I'm so that. glad
1: that's not like your thing. Like if. If I like came to your apartment and you had like blue lives matter porn, like I don't know, my my what (laughs) the hell is that? uh, Instant no. judgment Instant judgment
0: In college
2: I got Type that in Pornhub. Blue in, labs
1: matter How much you want To bet it exists I'm
0: looking up uh, now. You can absolutely Trust that I do not Have a thing for cops Because whenever I was in college uh, I worked at a job Where we still did Night deposits And I got robbed At gunpoint And it turned out It was my Downstairs neighbor At my apartment Complex who I was Friends with Who had a secret Pill problem That I didn't know About Whoa. And once they Found that out I got investigated As a suspect In my own Armed robbery For a year and a half So You rob your Yourself? that's what they thought and i was like that's i talent. i was like i'm okay first of all i'm the one who works here and uh if i were gonna plan a three-person heist on a vitamin world uh i would pick a night where we actually made some money because that night it was like 85 dollars in cash and the rest were in checks because the only people who go to the vitamin store are old people so dude. they still pay with checks i well, was like well, uh, dude but like this dude went to my job whenever i wasn't there and asked if i like stole like and was like investigating me like talking to my manager about shit he went to my fucking college called people up there asking wow. if i ever like it the dude if was straight up yourself? in my fucking shit like trying to do like all this like character research i guess to see if i were the kind of person that would actually do that and then once they finally ruled me out subpoenaed me to testify against them
1: wow that's actually That's the like the beginning of set it off. Like with <laughs> like with like Vivek A. Fox works at a bank and this dude from her neighborhood robs the bank so she gets fired because they think she's connected with it. And then out of retaliation, her and her and uh, Queen Latifah rob a bank. Mm-hmm. This is you you and like you and a bandit of other gay men should have like, oh my god, they should remake Set It Off.
2: As a musical. Oh my god. I've been saying that for about seven years now, That's according pipe. to Facebook. Set it off the musical.
1: It should be a thing. <laughs>
2: And also, uh, I typed in Blue Lives Matter porn, Girl. and what popped up was Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn are making Blue Lives Matter porn. Stop That's it. It's the what? first headline that came up. And then the next one that came up was from BlueLivesMatter.blue in Austin, and it says, Child Porn Found on Phone of Idiot Who Filmed Blue Lives <laughs> 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 what? <Matter> Rally. What?
0: <laughs> <sighs> Oh, so the internet is fun there's some uh after after podcast reading for everyone <laughs> yeah. if you want some after after podcast reading i will call,
2: gladly recommend uh my favorite website to everybody um, which is idrinkmyself.com
1: oh, no.
0: just go check it out later that sounds like a pee thing
1: it's, it's worse. not um we're not do we
2: I, I mean i what? can read a poem from it let's talk about the right of first refusal uh, the right of first to be, you, really to be honest with you i don't really know what that means to be honest you, i really don't know oh oh oh
1: oh acting, acting. acting. we're yeah, going we're, back we're, pivoting. No, we're going back to acting okay so
2: the <laughs> the, the, the the
1: pivot uh, pivot
2: i <laughs> drink um so uh what what is the right of first refusal yeah, yeah, yeah. right of first refusal in really simple terms means Hey, it's between you and one other person. We don't know who we're going to choose yet, but we'll let you know when we figure it out. And we let you know when we figure it out means you'll never know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like getting ghosted, but like with your career. It's,
2: like I, I mean, it's, it's exciting and also extremely annoying because like you get your goodness audition or whatever. And then four hours later, five hours later, however long the next day, whatever mm-hmm. you get a call from your agent, and you're usually thinking, "What's going on? Did I get it? What's up?" And they're like, "Hey, just want to let you know that you're right at first refusal." And I'm like, "Okay, this is what this is great." And they're like, "What? You know, are you are you free to do it on these days? They want to make sure everything's good to go. Mm-hmm. If you get it, like, can you just can you go?" And it's like, "Yeah, okay, that's cool." And then the thing is. If you don't get it, your agent just doesn't call you back.
0: Is, is that something that's like really common in acting to like, if you are like right down to like the nitty gritty about being chosen, is right of first refusal something that most people default to? And is it like a legal thing or is it just like a courtesy thing?
2: It's just a courtesy thing, I think. And like I said, they also got to keep in mind, like if, if they need you, like if, uh, what's today, the fifth. And so say I auditioned today and they're shooting it on the seventh, they need to know to make sure like, hey, just mm-hmm. in case, can you be here on the seventh? because if you if it gets to the if it, if it does come to that cuz you might not know until 9:30 on the 6 like 9:30 at mm. night that's happened to me before and it's, that's
0: oh, that's that's the worst So, it's basically like, don't commit yourself to any other auditions. Make sure you don't have nothing to do. Get
1: off your day job that actually pays your bills so that you can be open because this is going to pay, this is going to be three times what you make in a week if you get this gig. Right. But you don't know if you have it.
0: And we're only half assed planning it, which is why we're going to let you know very, very close to it. And then we're going to expect you to adhere to our schedule immediately. Yep.
2: And most of the time, you don't know about the audition until the day before. And so.
0: That's fucking wild. It's,
2: it's not like you can be like, oh, okay, I'm going to work 10 hours Monday through Thursday. That's why I'm off on Friday and then it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, the audition was on Monday. You found that on Tuesday. You got to film on Thursday. Like, that's not. What? Jeez.
1: Do you remember? Like, I had a. <laughs>
2: that could be annoying. Strictly annoying.
1: I, I love how you just, like, this is a lot of this happens to you so because you've been dealing with it for a while it doesn't really like bug you right anymore
2: yeah. don't get me wrong there's stuff that will bug me like if i get to what bugs me more than anything and this happens a lot here at a certain place in austin which i'm not gonna say because they cast me all the time <laughs> but it's like they'll have multiple and this is i mean this is probably everywhere but they have multiple auditions going on at once but it's like the same person going in and out of each room and so that whole oh we're behind 30 40 50 minutes it's like come on you're behind that long and then you get in there and it takes all of 35 seconds to finish so it's like i was in here for 35 seconds but you're behind an hour and a half how'd y'all do that (laughs) (laughs) like that doesn't make any sense but uh, that that that's what's annoying. I, me personally, I just kind of believe in time. So <laughs> if you tell me it's going to be done, I'm assuming it'll be done.
1: But it doesn't work the opposite way. Because if you, like when I was late, because mm. I got locked in an elevator at the JCPenney's warehouse, they were like not happy. Like you yeah. can't, you absolutely cannot be a minute late or it's like you look ridiculous. Yeah, they'll be mad.
2: But then every once in a while you get the audition. Like uh, the last, last one that I went on. Let's see, not not a shiner but the one right before that like literally like right two days or something before that they called and they were like hey we're ahead of schedule by 40 minutes you want to come in it's like well you also called me at three and my auditions at 320 so no i'm not gonna come in early i'm just gonna get there when i get there but
1: (laughs) what austin traffic vortex are you in where you're like yep can be there right now (laughs) right hey
2: we're here and you get this i always thought that's kind of dumb because a lot of people do drive in from other cities like Dallas or something like that and they'll send these text messages like hey we're running ahead of schedule 30 minutes can you come in it's like no an hour and a half away I can't do anything early they want you sleeping in the parking lot I guess they really do (laughs) they really do they want you ready but I mean I can only imagine and when you're in those spots where it does matter more like in LA or in Atlanta or in New York or something like that the 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 amount of time the, that you have ahead of time to know of what's going on
1: is probably less. Do you think that the solution to that would be like creating your own projects or working on things for yourself? You would be dumb not to work on stuff on your
2: own because you're you'll get more work from yourself than you will anybody else. For sure. It's just the way it is. It's you got to create the roles you think you want to be in.
1: What's like your dream role? Oh. Well, uh, huh like like where like what's your the dream role you want to play like the one thing you'd love to is it something you create or is there like a role in broadway or something that already exists oh uh, i don't know that answer i
2: will i don't know what that would be i know what i would like to do but what the dream role is i don't know if Robert de Niro's still alive i'd love to do that
1: um <laughs> like just like become
2: Robert, like, just no just like work with him oh <laughs> or become him uh take over his body uh
0: just, murder his wife no,
1: just, fear, just get under his <laughs> car Kate fear. Kate fear. i'm doing cape fear
2: possessing
0: other actors that's something not a lot of people are doing right now i just i
2: don't know but what my dream was i don't know i feel this is i know that i'm funny i got that or whatever but i know i'm really good at like doing dramas and stuff but because i'm funny that's not what most people want and because i don't look like a manic pixie white girl that's not what most
0: people want either (laughs) well i mean
2: so it it makes it a bit difficult but that's that that's
0: where it comes in to create your own role or whatever well the good news is that the manic pixie dream girl is usually just a plot device if anything so yeah but she gets paid though like those girls
1: like zoe kazan and whatever they're all named zoe by the way they're they're eating they're living
2: them indians are keeping them manic pixies alive
1: (laughs) there was such a backlash on that with
2: with big sick and 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 master nine they for the first time ever indians have been in style
1: oh my goodness
0: indian men (laughs) so if you could if you could uh leave any aspiring actors or people who want to get into it with one piece of advice for dealing with the saltiness of the industry what would it be you gotta get over it yeah if you get mad every time somebody tells you
2: no then please get out of my way like I I, it sounds so mean no but but it's it's just like there's so many people here's a A, if your goal is to be famous please leave please leave the party right now if you just want to be famous go make a sex tape like Kim Kardashian and get your mama to sell it like don't
1: that didn't no. work for Montana Fishburne though, but
2: it, like. well, that's because she just slept with a porn star. <laughs> that's that was and that was her goal. I like Kai's face right now. To Are you
1: that. aware of Montana Fishburne?
0: No, I was just recapping in my brain. Wasn't Kim's sex tape with uh, fucking Ray, Ray- J? The no, only person- actually his name is Brandy's brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ray J is officially the only person to get less famous after a sex Act tape. So, so, so.
2: <laughs> but I mean, like, if you're but seriously, if your goal is just to be famous, please get away from me. I don't. I, there's no thing that I have to talk to you about I'm not interested in your story or your life Like you're in the way And those are going to be the people that are going to quit And I need you to just hurry up and quit um, If you get your feelings hurt Every time somebody tells you no Or they tell you why you're not needed You're going to have to stop Because that's going to happen You're going to get told no more times Than you will ever get told yes And a lot of times you'll get some assholes about it You will get some asshole people To tell you why you aren't whatever
0: you know what we get have to over ask it now what's your most assholeish rejection that you've received
2: i haven't had any assholeish rejections to be no. honest with you oh. i've heard people be like this is why you're not gonna get it but at the same time you ain't nowhere either so i don't <laughs> really care so
1: no one's ever just like said something point blank to your face that was just like why would you say that nope or- Good. good Nope.
2: I feel like most people think I'm also intimidating I'm five nine yeah my hair is on top of my head I'm probably six one yeah. if I got heels on I'm a good six four on a good day <laughs> all right
1: I feel like most people are like I don't think I'm supposed to fuck with her like the first three months that I was here and everyone think kept thinking I was here I was like I'm short I'm sure. Do you not realize how you were looking up when you were looking at Rachel? And now you're looking down when you're talking to me. We're two different people. Fuck you. Like I got very upset. Not,
2: I feel like that's, but no, no one's ever said that to my face, but I have heard, I remember in Dallas, I was uh, taking this acting class, at this place called class act Dallas. And I don't mind saying it because I've always had a problem with Daniel Foster. So
0: <laughs>
2: um, he's Dox a good teacher all. when he's teaching, but then he does this thing where he's very sexual harassing and often, sometimes an asshole. Ooh. oh and i always had a problem with that and we used to clash heads all the time because i would shut it down very quickly if he was even if it wasn't me like it was just like that's not how you talk to people yeah but then you gotta give me ryan but you ain't nobody either so you can be insulting all you want and, and he and it did bother a lot of people i was seeing how like them get hurt And it's like why he's going to the same audition you're going to
1: Mm-hmm, but he's an acting teacher. Yeah, he's but. an acting teacher. See, and that's... Uh, I'm so glad that like, you can be in that kind of situation and go, no, I'm not going to let you intimidate me. I'm not going to let you talk to me any kind of way just because you're a teacher or you've been doing this longer than me. Because a lot of women do feel really intimidated in these situations. and they, Especially yeah. with, with sexual harassment. They feel like they can't speak up or they won't be heard. Which that doesn't... It's
2: like when people are like with, with Louis C.K. jacking off in, people, in front mm-hmm. of people. It's like, I don't understand how you...
1: It's like, how, how is he not letting you leave the room? No, but those girls, I think they're just like they're shocked that that's happening to them. Just fucking kick him in the dick. It's out.
2: Well, it's they, vulnerable. <laughs> it's in, it's just move him with his. Di- well, I don't want to sound
1: like we're blaming the victim. I'm you're not like, blaming him at be all. Doing what I'm he's doing no.
2: I'm not blaming them at all. But it's just like it's like with women in this little industry, especially because everybody thinks all you have to do is be pretty, which is the the biggest problem. It's everybody needs to stop that right now. Just because you're pretty does not mean you good at anything. means you're pretty (laughs) okay (laughs) but it's like they act like they're too helpless that's a whole nother but that's a whole nother thing i don't like helpless females in the first place but they act so helpless a lot of times in just with acting in general like oh i don't know and i don't i don't i don't know how and what am i oh what am i supposed to do and it's like you do have some sort of sense of your own, you know when something feels. So you like just
1: want people to realize how strong they are. Yeah, yeah. That I get yeah. what you're saying there. I
2: just the whole oh I don't I can't do anything unless someone else can help me. That's not true. You can make your own show. You can. I mean, look at Issa Rae. She's amazing. She okay. did have no agent. She didn't have nothing. She had a camera and there was YouTube. Now she's got a show on
1: HBO. Yeah, and Larry Wilmore watching.
2: Yeah, and now she's just killing the game she tried she didn't sit there and be like oh I don't well I don't know how to work on camera I guess I'll never get ahead no oh, like
1: stop it stop it right now <laughs> so that's that's our that's our take with Rachel Hall she is naming names <laughs> and giving us tough love on how she gets through everything i love that thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today yeah yeah give the
0: give the listeners uh, a little bit of information about where they can find you if they want some more information
2: um you can find me in these streets now, um, <laughs> uh, on facebook it's very simple it's rachel hall is funny period like an actual period that's not like some sort of like grammar lll <laughs> thing rachel hall is funny that's me on facebook follow me on twitter at it's just rachel h because i'm not creative enough to think of a better name <laughs> so that's 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 where you can find me i have an instagram it's Ray Day. I don't ever you use don't it You don't use that
1: at all yeah. I
2: don't use my Instagram You know how many comics In Baltimore They're like Oh let me get your Instagram information and I was like I don't even know How to find I don't even know How to make the videos Play on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> <Why are you? laughs> I don't know How to do that uh, oh we
1: will be uh following you and liking you on Facebook. Uh Rachel Hall is funny, right? Rachel Hall is funny, period. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us and Yay
0: Yeah. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us and uh thanks for listening, guys. If you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe or you can leave us a review. It makes it easier for other people to find us. Thanks yeah. so much. Thank you. Bye. So,
1: that's music <laughs> Hey.
0: international